Welcome to season two of Falling in Love with Yourself. My name is Jenny. I've been a teacher and a coach in some capacity for over two decades, but that's only part of what makes me successful as your guide to falling back in love with yourself. I'm a single woman who turns 50 this year. I stepped away from a 22-year marriage five years ago where my self-worth was lower than low. I didn't know who I was, what I believed in, what fulfilled me, or what my purpose was. I was depending on external people and things to complete myself. But through my four pillars of self-love, which are self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and self-worth, I am now filled with love and faith. Self-love is different than self-care. Self-love is not selfish. It is essential. We always hear how we need to love ourselves, and I am here to teach you how. I'm so grateful you are here, choosing you, and I cannot wait for you to fall deeper in love with yourself. Oh boy, the holidays are here. Isn't it interesting how the holidays are starting earlier and earlier now? that really Halloween is the kickoff to the holiday season. Um, And here we are just days before Thanksgiving, and it is time for our loving yourself through the holidays. These are such important reminders. Um, In this episode, I hope that you will sit back, relax, enjoy taking this time for yourself, showing up for yourself, For these reminders, this is your holiday survival guide. And I know that by the end of this episode, you will feel more connected to yourself. You will feel more enlightened and inspired and more motivated to make this holiday season um, different, more fulfilling, more loving, more peaceful, more present. And um, that comes with the opportunity to love yourself. So the holidays are such an ideal dichotomy because there's lights and there's friends and there's food and there's laughter and there's joy in in the eyes of children. But also there is that underlying stress and grief and spending and rushing and expectations. Oh, the expectations. And it is both places at one time. It's all the joy and the miracles and the magic with all of the hustle and bustle and stress and some feelings that might come up that only come up at the holidays. And we're going to talk all about that today. Um, while the holidays are a beast in them in themselves, it is such an ample time to provide opportunities to love yourself deeply. There are so many opportunities to fall deeper in love with yourself, to nurture the relationship with yourself. The majority of society does not do this. We put our own well-being on hold to survive through this time. We often, 
don't have enough time or it's too cold to put our physical health at the forefront of our mind. We get lackadaisical in our spiritual practices or emotional practices. We might put therapy on hold throughout the holidays to save money and put that money towards our shopping budgets. But I hope that this episode reminds you that surviving through the holidays is fine, but there is a more connective way. So what if I told you that the holiday season of 2022 could be your most peaceful holiday season? It could be your most fulfilling holiday season. It could be your most loving holiday season. And it could be the most holiday season of feeling present in the moment. Because we all know that our holiday seasons come and go. And before you know it, life has evolved. And so really being more present this holiday season is the greatest gift. And then if we feel more peaceful, more present, more more fulfilled, more love internally, it will overflow externally. And guess what? That means we will be starting 2023 at high vibrations and from our highest self. Instead of skating through, no pun intended, the holiday season, white knuckling it and putting everything off and, oh, at the first of the year, I'll do this, I'll do this. What if we started now? And listening to this podcast is exactly how you're going to start. So congrats for giving yourself this time. Give yourself a great big self-love hug right now for giving yourself this time to listen to this podcast. Again, this is your self-love holiday survival guide. I did an episode way back, episode 52, a year ago, was loving yourself through the holidays. This is very similar. I'm going to give you four steps to loving yourself greater through the holidays so that you will form Find more presence with yourself, more fulfillment, more peace, more love, more joy, so that you will kick off, that you will end 2022 on a high note and kick off 2023 as your highest self. So I am offering a special deal for wrapping up 2022 if you would like to coach with me. If this podcast episode speaks to you, if you want to be held accountable, if you want to learn more practices to truly embody self-love, reach out to me. I'm offering four sessions of one-on-one coaching between now and the end of 2022 for a steal of a price. You guys, a steal of a price, just $2.99 for four sessions of one-on-one coaching with me. We will go deep in those four sessions. Not deep so that you're distracted and overwhelmed during the holiday season. Deep so that your holiday season will feel so much love and fulfilling. So reach out to me quick because 2022 is rapidly slipping away and this offer is only for four sessions between now 
and the end of the year. All right. So how are we going to make the holiday season of 2022 our most fulfilling season by loving ourselves? What are the four steps to loving ourselves through this crazy time? Number one, make ourself a priority daily. It takes intention and it takes consciousness to do this. This is usually when we go unconscious, our spending goes unconscious, our time management goes unconscious. Again, we skate through these chaotic months and weeks and days and moments. So we're going to make a choice right now to not do that. We are going to prioritize ourselves daily. Now that doesn't mean put the holidays on hold and be selfish and go in a hermit shell and all of that. It means to be intentional with your time, with your energy, and with your money. Where are you on your list? Where are you on your shopping list? Where are you on your to-do list? Where are you on your energy list? We have been trained in a society to give, 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 give until we are depleted so that there is nothing left over for us. And my whole self-love revolution is to change that, is to give to ourselves so that we can abundantly show up in this world and give to others. And the holidays are a perfect time to do that. So when in your day are you going to make time for yourself? You might need to wake up 30 minutes earlier. You might need to set some time off of your screen at night instead of scrolling on social media. When we scroll aimlessly on social media, that is depleting. We are actually emptying our cup. Yes, hey, I'm on social media. I love social media, but let's be truthful. When we are mindlessly scrolling, It is a depletion activity, not a fulfillment activity. And it's not the only thing. I'll talk a little bit more um, about numbing strategies later. But look at your day and carve out 30 minutes of self-connection time. And what are you going to do with that self-connection time? That is up to you. You can meditate, you can journal, you can sit with a cup of tea without the TV on or your phone nearby and just be present in your tea sipping experience. And this isn't a joke. Like, have you sat with a beautiful mug and a fragrant tea and just felt the warmth, tasted the sweetness and just sat in the being of it? It's a beautiful experience. So carve out self-connection time. Make yourself a priority on your time to-do list. And the second thing about making yourself a priority is 
get your body moving somehow, some way. Try to make a promise to yourself on a daily basis and keep it. It's so important. Not only keeping promises to ourselves really builds our self-trust, self-confidence, and nurtures the connection with ourselves, but connecting to our body through walking, yoga, running, working out. I did a kickboxing class yesterday, and being present in our body connects us back to our soul. So I don't care if it's 10 minutes of stretching on the floor next to your bed. Be with your body. Be present with your body somehow, some way, every day during the holiday season. I can't tell you enough how important that is because when we're connecting with our body, that's why yoga is like, you don't have to, you know, if you're not doing anything right now, I'm not saying go, you know, start a running app. Just start small. The goal is not weight loss. The goal is not exercise. The goal is self-connection and body connection. That's a much more loving way to move your body. And then lastly, with number one, making yourself a daily priority, and I know I'm going to hit some nerves here, is where are you in your budget? for this holiday season. You've got a budget for the food. You've got a budget for the gifts. You've got a budget for the decorations. Where are you in your monetary budget this holiday season? Listen, I've been there. I've been a wife. I've been a mother of small kids. I've been in the scarcity mindset of, hey, our money only goes so far. But when you sit down and do your budget and your partner wants this for you, I promise Carve out a little money for yourself. If you are sacrificing all of your time and your energy and especially your money to everyone else, your self-love needs some work. So what are you going to do with this money? You might be saying, oh, I don't need anything. Everything I want is just a luxury. Okay, that is low self-worth self-talk. You are worthy of coaching with me. You are worthy of investing in yourself. You are worthy of whatever you desire. And there's no judgment. If you want a handbag, that's awesome. But what about investing in yourself? What about something more long-term. Think about how you are in your own budget and what you are budgeting your money on for your own self-care and self-love. So number one is making yourself a priority daily. Now, I do have a tool on my website. It's called um, 30 Days of Self-Love. It's a PDF, like super inexpensive, It's a tracking tool. It gives you all of the information. I thoroughly recommend it. Um, That's if you can hold yourself accountable. If you need more accountability, please reach out to me. Um, Please invest in yourself so that I can help you be accountable to yourself because you are worthy. 
You are worthy of everything you desire. And it's time that you make yourself a priority, especially during this holiday season. When you do that, when you spend your self-connection time daily, when you connect with your body daily, when you are budgeting your resources, your money, your time, and your energy with yourself in mind, you will have a more fulfilling, joyful, peaceful season. I promise that to you. Okay, number two to loving yourself through the holidays of 2022 is lower your expectations. Really, who are you trying to impress? Who are we trying to impress when we are doing things that are over the top? Who are we trying to get approval from? Are we trying to get approval from ourselves? You know, if you've listened to my podcast, that I am a recovering perfectionist and a practicing imperfectionist. I was trying to get approval from myself, from my higher power, and from those around me by trying to be perfect. Now, Back in the days when I had the huge house and I threw all the parties and the caroling and, you know, I had my first graders over for a holiday party and I did the annual cookie exchange. I did do all of those things because being a hostess and gathering people together is on my joy list. It does bring me joy. So that was not part of my perfectionism. I was not doing all of that for others. I was doing it because I loved it. Putting a tree in every room, that was magical to me. So I'm not talking about that. But having everything perfect, that was me trying to gain approval from myself, my higher power, and from others. So ask yourself, are my expectations too high this holiday season? And kind of a good gauge to know if your expectations are too high is how you feel when something goes wrong. So if the cookies don't turn out or they burn or, you know, they, you mess up the recipe, do you have a meltdown? If Um, You can't find the gift that someone has on their list. Do you have a meltdown? How intense are your feelings when things don't go right during the holidays? If they're pretty intense and you kind of blow a gasket, that is some self-awareness that our our expectations are too high. And no judgment. Again, (laughs) I speak from this because I have been there. So spend some time during your self-connection time journaling, meditating, processing, are my expectations too high during the holidays and how can I lower them? What is the small stuff that I'm sweating that I can start to surrender and let go of? And what truly matters? Does it matter you know, if all the packages are wrapped by the 22nd? 
does it matter that I have to, you know, have this specific outfit for this event? Really take inventory of where you're stressing yourself out. Because truly, that's what is a distraction from the from enjoying the holidays is a lot of times our expectations. And yes, our society, social media, heck, even before social media, we were destined to set ourselves up for this fantasy holiday season, right? The Hallmark movies. Before Hallmark movies were even a thing, you know, one of my favorites, Miracle on 34th Street. I mean, the holiday time is a time for fantasy-like expectations, and it's time to really put that into check. So number two is have an inventory of our expectations and lower them. And once you lower your expectations, lower them even more. Because what really matters at the holidays? What truly, truly matters. Now that's for you to answer. I'm not going to tell you that. I can guess what truly matters to you at the holidays, but really that's about you. So number one, make yourself a priority daily. Number two, take inventory of your holiday expectations and lower them. Because when we set high expectations, when we hold ourselves to high expectations, two things happen. It not only stresses ourselves out, but there is a ripple effect of stressing others out. Because when we have super high expectations of ourselves, we actually are projecting it on to having high expectations of others as well. And I've done that. I have done that. And it sets that current in our household for more stress. And I think more stress and an undercurrent of high expectations, walking on eggshells, you know, when are things not going to go right? How, you know, all of that, the managing and the controlling. I bet that that's the opposite of what truly matters to you during the holidays. Number three. Uh, This is a big one. This is a big one for me and for you and for everyone. Number three is feel the feelings. So I mentioned at the beginning that the holiday season is and gives us ample opportunities to nurture our relationship with ourself. It also gives us ample opportunities to heal some, some things. So it's, <laughs> we can numb ourselves through the holidays. Raise your hand if you have gone through a holiday season you know, numb, where you get to the new year and you literally are like, wow, that went by in the flash and I don't even remember it. 
Yeah. There's no, we can numb ourselves with the food. We can numb ourselves with the shopping. We can numb ourselves with the stress. We can numb ourselves with the parties and the to-do lists and the go, 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 and the hustle and bustle. We can also numb ourselves with Hallmark, Netflix. We can numb ourselves with social media. I was numbing myself last year with dating apps because the holidays bring up a lot of times some uncomfortable feelings. It's not uncommon to hear that dichotomy of the holidays are hard. I know when I was married, even though I was doing, I spoke earlier about, you know, throwing all the parties and decorating the house. I threw myself into my joy list because I was in such an unhappy marriage and I didn't want to face it during the holidays. However, Christmas of 2016 was the final straw, and I filed on December 27th, 2016. So the point is, if we are suppressing and numbing and burying those uncomfortable feelings during the holidays, they will always come up, and usually in a really intense and uncomfortable way. So what is the loving, self-loving, loving yourself, nurturing way to feel the feelings during the holidays? Well, let me tell you because I have already been going through it this holiday season. So I'm going to bring you into my life a little bit Um, This year, I am, while I am out there dating, I am dating very differently than I was a year ago. I am very conscious and aware of not using dating as a distraction or a numbing mechanism to the feelings that I have. Um, And so I'm dating differently this year. And yes, the feelings are coming up. Not about being single. I am fully in acceptance of being single. And yet, I started feeling anger towards the holidays, quote unquote, the holidays. And yes, you can feel anger towards an inanimate um, object, or, you know, you can feel anger towards anything. And so I was feeling anger. I was feeling sadness. I was feeling um, self-pity, all of these uncomfortable feelings. And I will tell you that I have really been working on finding comfort in discomfort through the last several seasons, like spring and summer and fall. And that has really benefited me as I went into the holiday season with low vibrations. Now, number one, when we feel our feelings, the number one thing is to do it without judgment. The self-talk of why am I feeling so sad? Why am I feeling so low? I shouldn't be feeling this way. I need to snap out of it. I thought I was more healed than this. No, 
all of that is just a waste of energy and distraction. And it's really not the self-compassion that self-love is really made of. So I spoke about it. I journaled about it. I processed about it. I meditated. And I came to the realization that the holidays are just a time for me to realize that my family is different. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's not better. It's not worse. My family looks different. My All of my familial loved ones, the closest people in my life, do not live near me. Now, is that saying that I don't have close people near me? Yes, I do. I have an amazing support system that is local. I have really, really great friends who have their own families local. So my case is a little bit unique. My children both live far away. My siblings live far away. My dad, while he is close by, he is very, very active and on the go a lot. And I I want him to be. So I am in a unique situation and it the holidays are all about loved ones and who's gathered around your tree and who's around your Thanksgiving table. And I just realized that it is hard for me to, even though I'm in acceptance of it all year long, during the holidays, it is a little more painful for me. And The reason that this came about is I have been triggered the last couple of weeks because my sweet, sweet, sweet friends who love me so much have been inviting me to Thanksgiving dinner at their family's house. And for some reason, and I didn't know why until recently, I wanted to be alone this year for Thanksgiving. Not as a childhood, I'm just going to go to my room and sulk way. I just was really excited to spend Thanksgiving doing other things with myself. And my friends were not really pleased with that decision. They didn't understand it, which is very, very understandable. I would be the same way. But it really helped me to go deep about why I wanted to spend Thanksgiving alone. And it comes down to, I don't, as as much as I can go to an event with people that I don't know, I do it all the time, and I actually love that. But this year, not on a holiday. I didn't want to, now if it was like a group of singles or a group of like a Friendsgiving, sure. But that wasn't the case this year. My sweet, sweet, sweet friends wanted to include me in their family Thanksgivings and I love them for that. But for me, I didn't want to be the outsider in somebody's family this year. And I'm not saying that they wouldn't have opened their arms to me. Yes. And I, the thing is, is this is how, you know, my truth can be confusing because I would go to a family event any other day, but on a holiday, like 
that's fine. But I just didn't want to do it on a holiday because it's a it's a very severe reminder that my family is different and spread out. And I and once I was able to like understand where this was coming from, I was able to accept it about myself. Remember, my first pillar of self-love is self-accept or self-awareness. Once I was aware of where it was coming from and I was able to pinpoint why I didn't want to go to my friend's family Thanksgivings, I was able to accept it about myself. Yes, that makes sense. And I accept that about myself. And then I was able to have beautiful conversations with my friends and say, it's more painful for me. And it's not painful for me to be alone. Now, that's this Thanksgiving. Next Thanksgiving might be different. Last Thanksgiving was different. But in this moment, this is how I feel. And I'm in acceptance of it. And when we're in acceptance of our own truth, other people, there's, I'm not going to say they can always accept it because people view life through their own lens but there's a higher chance that they will accept it. And if they don't, then I'm in such self-acceptance that it doesn't really matter to me. So the other feeling that was coming up with the anger and the sadness is this made me realize that, of course, I miss my children. But I'm going to see my children in just a couple of weeks. We're going to the Army-Navy game in Philly, and I'm super, super stoked about that. What was the missing? What was the grief? Well, it was a grief of past Thanksgivings when I was with my family. And it really is the grief of my mom. My mom has been gone four years and she was the glue that held us all together. She was the one that we gathered around for Thanksgiving nieces, nephews, cousins, aunts, uncles, siblings. And no matter what, no matter if I was unpartnered or partnered or had my children nearby or had one child nearby, my parents' house with my mom was the place to go. And that is not the case anymore. So I'm. these are the feelings that are coming up And I am able to not suppress them, not distract from them, but to move through them. I literally went to the beach yesterday and sobbed my eyes out. And it was kind of an interesting experience because I felt like the ocean was like pulling the emotion out of me. And guess what happened? After I just did not resist it, after I just let it happen, oh my goodness, I felt amazing. Actually, I got a lot of inspiration after that. So feeling the feelings during the holidays and dealing with them in a healthy way is how we can really love ourselves, finding the comfort in the discomfort, letting those feelings move through us. Because I was able to heal and grieve my mom a little bit more. 
because of this. Now, if I was distracting myself from it, swiping on dating apps, you know, shopping, 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 you know, distracting myself from it, that healing would not have happened. Now, I understand that feeling the feelings is not pleasant. It's not fun. It's not, especially at the holidays when we want everything to be beautiful and magical and joyful. And I get that. But if you take those moments in your self-connection time to become aware of some of the underlying sadness, anger, grief that might be bubbling up and look at it and accept it. And definitely I can help you through this. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. Um, a therapist can help you. I can help guide you through it in the most loving way because what we do is we really turn to shame. That is our instinct. We turn to shame. Yesterday, like I have trained myself that crying is a beautiful release, but most people really shame themselves for crying sessions. They apologize about it. So I understand my role as a self-love coach is to hold space for you and to teach you how to hold space for yourself in the most compassionate, accepting way. So it's really important to feel those feelings and allow yourself hold space for yourself, self-soothe, comfort yourself. And I think we get scared that we're going to become depressed, that it's going to become permanent. But release that fear because unless we have like a clinical diag, you know, a clinical depression, no, going and walking through it and riding that wave of emotion is actually what releases it. And, and I experienced that yesterday, like within a 10 minute period, I went from sorrow and pain and grief and suffering to lightness and inspiration and, and joy and light because I rode that wave of sadness and grief. And, and I can really help you do that as well. Um, because remember, if we numb and distract through the holidays, they're just going to come back in different ways. Okay, number four, know what you want this holiday season and set boundaries. Okay, so what do you want? Again, we are humans and it's really, really common for us to put what we want on, especially if we're, if, especially if we're women, especially if we're mothers, especially as we're as wives, we think that this self-sacrifice is selflessness and really it's the pathway to resentment and to grouchiness and to, and to all of that. So what do you want this holiday season? Do you want to go to that party? Do you want to spend time with that person? Do you want to um, do all of these obligations? Again, look at your expectations and then ask yourself, 
What do I truly want? And then set boundaries. I just gave you a big, big illustration of how I set a boundary this year to my friends that, no, I'm sorry, I don't want to. Thank you so much for the beautiful invitation. This has nothing to do with your family. Your family is gracious. I love your family. I love being included in your family. But this holiday, I'm going to do something different. That was very uncomfortable for me to set that boundary and very uncomfortable for my friends to hear. I almost caved. I almost put my own wants aside to make them feel more comfortable. I almost was like, you know what? I could go for an hour. What the heck? And it would have been fine. It really would have. But I set my boundary and I stuck to it. And I went deeper about why that boundary was important to me, explained it to my friends, and now everything is good. So setting boundaries is difficult. It's difficult for ourselves. But once we do it, there is such self-confidence. There is such self-empowerment. It feels good. And the more we set our boundaries, the more we speak our truth, the more we stick to it and not self-abandon and self-sacrifice, that is how our own self-trust grows. And we can do it in the most loving way. Like I was not rude to my friends. I was very gracious and, and grateful to them. But I stuck to my boundary. Um, so some of the other boundaries that you can set are ask for help. Don't be the martyr and think that you have to do everything on your own, especially if you're a perfectionist and you think, if I ask for help, it's not going to be perfect. They're not going to bring what I want them to bring. They're not going to wrap the way that, you know, one of the best things that I did is I allowed my kids to start helping me wrap gifts. I let go of the perfectionism of that. So ask for help. There is help during the holiday season, around every corner, ask for it, use it, you will feel better. And then the other thing of knowing what you want and setting boundaries is be present. Be present. Have your head where your feet are. When you are watching a Christmas movie with the family, put the phone away. Watch the movie, but watch the faces on your family members hold their hand, snuggle, share the popcorn, be present in the holidays. That is, have your mind in your head where your feet are. That will truly enhance the holiday for you. Okay, so let's review. To make this holiday season the most loving, fulfilling, peaceful, joyful, there are four ways to do that. Number one, make yourself a daily priority. Number two, lower those expectations and lower them even more. Number three, feel the feelings. Don't numb, distract, suppress them. 
feel the feelings with compassion, you will come out the other side. You will feel light and joy when you feel the feelings. And then number four, know what you want and set boundaries for that and be present. Part of what you want is to be present. So that means set boundaries with yourself. Set boundaries with yourself. All right, my self-lovers, it is the holidays. I want to support you. Find me on social media, please, on Instagram at Jenny underscore Drake underscore, on Facebook at Jenny Drake, and my website, Jenny-Drake.com. And don't forget, if you want to take advantage of the four one-on-one sessions with me during the holidays for $299, please reach out ASAP so we can get started because spaces are limited. I love you so much. You are so worthy of a beautiful, joyful, present, fulfilling holiday season. And I am here to help you do that. Love you so much. Until next time. 